Hi, Hi Bestie. Bestie. I'm Roisin. I'm Amy. And welcome back to a new episode of Buckle Up Bestie, or welcome if you're a new listener. Buckle Up Bestie is a fun, light-hearted podcast. We are two best friends from Carlo, and our podcast basically is just us catching up and deep car chats you'd have with your friend. Each week we have a catch-up of the week. Um, our one this week was quite long because it's our first record back in person since I've been in Lisbon. Our topic of the week this week is imposter syndrome and then this week we actually don't have a review or a agony aunt question we spend our agony aunt section going down a bit of memory lane of when we and Amy were younger off the cuff but funny nonetheless we really really hope you enjoy we'd love if you would give us a review wherever you listen to your podcast give us five stars tell a friend and we are so excited to be back next week buckle up bestie Oh, I watched The Goblet of Fire. I can't talk about irrelevant things. Oh, We're here for one thing. I love The Goblet of Fire. My favourite. Oh, well, I'm doing them I'm in gonna, order. Like. I'm going to watch, I'm going to start on my thinking now as well. Like, it's nice to just have something to look forward to. In the autumn. Let's think of a new star for the catch-up of the week. We could just go straight into right, The Goblet. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> straight into The Goblet of Fire. <laughs> so Cedric dies. Oh, <laughs> Cedric. Bet you didn't see that. Do Spoiler. You, so, so guys, Cedric dies. Here we go. <laughs> But, no. So sorry, just such another sad thing that when I'm watching that movie, I know when he it, goes, it's coming. My boy, and then he goes, "He's Mac Voldemort's back." <laughs> I don't think I said anything about a graveyard professor. <laughs> He's such a little nerd. I hate his school. <laughs> That took me by surprise. <laughs> oh. I bet you thought Danny was in the room. I did. I said, Dan, what are you doing here? Take us away, Ernie. What have you been up to? You're back home. I'm back, back home. home. <laughs> Thanks a million. Welcome to this side of the desk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, me and Amy are switching things up this evening. Not only am I back in the same country, we're back in the same county, and now we're sitting on the same side of the desk. Normally I make Roisin sit at the other side like it's an interview. I'm sitting in the big swirly chair. She used to sit in the kitchen chair. And it's nice. It was nice. But I think now we're trying this thing where we're both facing one side of the mic. <laughs> Roisin figured out that <laughs> this is how like <laughs> inexperienced we are. She figured out that the red light has, you have to be facing, facing the it. red light. And that might seem like so obvious, but like it's, it's a tiny thing on the mic. And also again, like we were winging it with the microphones and stuff. Because yeah, I have no idea, really. But we were wondering... No, I could be dead wrong about this. Just no, FYI. I think you're right. Because when we listen to it back, it's... Because when we were wondering why you sound always sounded so far away, but it's because I've been hogging the mic. Well, Jesus, sometimes I would be hogging it as well. But I think that... Like, when you see... When I was, like, seeing other people recording together and they're sitting on the same side, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? But maybe yeah. it's because it has to be facing the one way. And we also always face different ways because we do... Uh, secret topics yeah. so we're trying to hold, uh, hide the laptop from one another and now I have my one written down but we could suppose we could hide it like this I know no one can see us but me and your face currently I can't even see your laptop so well on it it's just some hardcore porn <laughs> at the minute we'll pass it so, over so don't, 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 don't be a bit scared of it how does it feel to be home good it feels so good to be home I feel like it's so bizarre I've been home one two days now mm-hmm. and it feels like I've genuinely never left yeah, so you know when you slot back in and it's just like, it, like you just kind of feel so comfortable that you're just like, okay, I'm here now. Yeah, I only know it's like when you're gone that you're gone, and then when you're back, it's like, oh, you were never gone. I know, I feel the same way, but good. I'm really, I'm dare I say, I'm kind of loving the cold vibes. I can't wait same. till we can light the fire. 
Mm. I'm just, I was actually talking to a girl in work today and she lives in Lisbon. And she was saying like, she's like, I actually envy, she's from Ireland, but she lives in Lisbon. But she's like, I actually envy it's too hot to sleep at night. Yeah. And like, I kind of felt that a little bit as well. It was a bit hot to sleep, but, um, but all in all, great time. So I was there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, jam-packed three weeks. I feel like I did something every weekend I was there. Yeah. But I thought I'd give some highlights of stuff. Not, not, not to bore us, but I'll give us some highlights. Never, never bore us. So the first weekend I got there, I actually flew with my sister because she was going over there as well for work. Okay. So me, Ashlyn, Cormac and Chloe went over. Mm-hmm. And then we, the first weekend then we just kind of just went drinking and it was really fun. And then that was just a nice weekend because Ashlyn was there and it was fun. And we, it, we weren't working. It yeah. was just a very, very chill weekend. We could hang out. We went for a couple of drinks that's in the night and it was just a good time. So I liked that weekend because we're all together. I just love, like when we were all together hanging out and drinking or like if I'm with by my family, I just love times like that. Like when we're actually sitting together but just doing nothing, that like means more to me than like... Being like, out clubbing. Yeah, 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 just yeah. hanging out. Even though we were out drinking, it was just nice that we were all like sitting around talking. And you can chat like... Yeah, that's and what just I laughing. Like, yeah, just having the laugh. Just having an old having banter. the so then, um, some other things was I went to outdoor cinema with Cormac and Chloe. And yeah, it was what did you so see? Lovely. Was it in English? Yeah, it was the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling. Have you ever I watched d- it? I have, yeah. I don't know Where what I made of it. Uh, on the motorbike. He's a getaway driver. Well, no, I haven't. No, so he's basically, the premise of the movie is that... <laughs> what the hell was I watching? It could be something similar. I think, were you watching the one where he's in Eva Mendes? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought I was going Good to see. Film. But it wasn't. It was a different film. Okay. That's where he actually met Eva Mendes, I believe. Are they together? They're married, yeah. They have kids. kids all. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do much Harry Potter. Piss off, Harry. Piss off. They're married for years, apparently, yeah. Gorgeous. Well because, to both. Yeah, well... Congratulations. <laughs> Mazel tov to both. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so the outdoor cinema, the view, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but I can't go over Did you get popcorn? Yeah, and it was like proper but popcorn. But Roisin, were you not a bit upset that you're on hard seats? They weren't. They were kind of... Um, they were kind of... How do you describe it? Like fabric seats? Oh. Do you know they were kind of like ones that you sat into? They're kind of like a sling nearly. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. I thought they were like the kitchen chair. No. Oh, thank God. No, no, you you're going to sink back into them. Lovely. And then like you didn't need a blanket because it wasn't cold, but you were able to get blankets and we got one kind of for the cozy It's nice effect. to get snuggled. Like it does get a little bit breezy in Lisbon and mm-hmm. especially like when you go during the day, you physically have no clothes on. Yeah. It's so hot. So then in the evening, we brought a little jacket and then we got a uh, blanket. Sorry. Oh. Um, but then we did get popcorn. It was like a little bat, like scooping out like the actual like kind of an old fashioned popcorn machine. Oh, that's so cute. Which is really nice. So you, and you put, you can make it salty or sweet and so you can put your own on it if you want. The view was a selling point. The view was fucking insane. Like Lisbon has so many amazing views, especially like if anybody's going to Lisbon, Go to like rooftop bars, they're insane. I went to a couple of rooftop bars that were gorgeous. The views is just so nice because it's just so picturesque. All the yeah. houses are kind of like the same block colours. So it's really nice. But the views from there were amazing and we caught it just in the sunset. So the sun, the Aww. sky was like pink. It was just amazing. <clears throat> Did you wish you had a little Pedro with you? I actually didn't. Not I was just for you. so happy to be there with Carmen and Chloe. And I was you like, didn't oh. wish I was there or anything? Oh, well, I would have loved if you were there, yeah. but you know, mm. I feel like that. You, I didn't get a text I feel like a, a friend's be better than the Pedro. Yeah. Do you know what I kind of at this stage? But yeah, I think you would have loved it. I think you yeah. would love something like that. I think we should try to find an outdoor cinema for Halloween this year. 
There is, but they're driving. Yeah. I think They're should, so fun. Yeah, I think we should go to one of those. I think we should. Because I've never been to an outdoor cinema before and I've never been to a drive-thru before. It's so funny because you have to tune it in on your radio. I love that. I think that's yeah. so fun. Like if there's yeah. a, if there's one on, we should definitely go to like Hocus Pocus or something like sign me up. Oh, 100%. Um, but it was really fun. Um, yeah. The movie Drive itself kind of lost me. Okay. I didn't love the movie. <clears throat> I love Ryan Gosling. I think he's amazing. I think he's great. But I don't know. It just wasn't my type of movie, I suppose. Um, it kind of just... Cornwall was like, well, that was really good, like, blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, oh, I just didn't, I didn't really get it, I suppose, the ending of it. it just Did ended. you want to give it a review since we're not doing one this week? Yeah, I will actually. So I'll, I'll, I'll link the review in here. Yeah, go on. Right, so we're not doing a review of the week this week because we don't, we've obviously been apart and we haven't really got anything to review yet, but I'll do the review now. So basically the premise of it is he's just getaway driver and he's kind of involved in some bad things mm-hmm. um, and then he meets this woman who, then she has kind of her ex-husband's in prison and he's involved in some bad shit and then he's trying to get out he was kind of he was basically kind of uh, moving on this woman they were kind of like had this flirty thing going on but next thing the woman's husband got released from prison so okay had to stop then and basically then he's kind of trying to be that woman's friend but then loads of stuff happens and i don't want to give the whole thing away in case people want to watch it but it just had the most unsatisfactory ending to me Okay. It just like it, what are you giving it out of ten? I'd say I'll give it a four. Oh, yeah, bad. and I do really like Ryan Gosling, and like I, I don't know. I just was that one of the movies that I'm just like. Was it an early movie for him? Yeah, years ago. Okay, maybe 2011. We live and we learn, Ryan. Kind of thing. Yeah, you know that yourself, Nairosh. I know. Once, once I'm in movies, people might be saying, if I'm in a movie and Ryan Gosling doesn't like it, I will take on that criticism. Ah, yeah, but he knows like anything <laughs> for the book. He. He absolutely does, and do you know what? And I'm sure, like Cormac really enjoyed it. Mm. So and there's like, an audience for everything. Yeah, and I, so I was like, oh, whatever. But Cormac, yeah, I know. So the movie itself wasn't great, but mm-hmm. the whole aesthetic experience. Of it, yeah, it's called Cine Sin Society. So C I N E Society. If anybody's ever going to Lisbon, you should definitely look it up. It's so cool. <clears throat> then another one was Sintra. We went to Sintra, so it's like a, a town near, like next to Lisbon. Is it a city? I'm not 100 sure, but like it's about. 40 50, 40 50 minute drive from Lisbon okay. and it's like up in like kind of it's really high up and like not the mountains but I suppose it kind of is high in mountains and then there's like this ruins of a castle it's called Moorish Castle and we went for walk, walking around that ruins so you're kind of like going up like an ascent but oh my god it's crazy the views are so stunning you can actually see like Lisbon far away in like distance nearly wow. um, and then we went to a palace there that was like insane and then there's this thing called, uh, it's called the, it's like some sort of well, like it's actually like a well on the ground and you can walk down it and there's some like, it's called the finished well, it's what it actually translates to or something like that. And I don't know if it's meant to have like, like special energy or something, I don't mm-hmm. really know what it is about, but people were queuing up around to see it, but it was really fucking cool to see it. So like you walk the whole way down around the well and then when you get to the very bottom, you can look up and you're at the bottom of the well. It's, it's so scary. weird. Kind of scary when you got down there, yeah. And then when you're like <clears throat> down there, you're like walking underneath the ground. Um, they love being underground. I there. love it because like, that's the second thing I did underground. Yeah. Like remember I was telling you about the I went like below mm-hmm. the actual below deck, but below deck below <laughs> the road, hit the diff. <laughs> um, but that was really really fun. Like um, Cormac's girlfriend Chloe, like she planned all of this. Like she was great. Like she's so good at finding stuff. Like she's one of these people who. Will like like okay, I want to do something for the weekend, and then just go online and find the coolest thing. Yeah, I'm so bad at stuff like that. Like, Me too. But 
yeah she organized loads of stuff for us so it was great like it was so much fun and then what then lastly one thing i want to mention is we said went to the beach one day and just read our books and it was God. just gorgeous like the beach I love in when September. people are on the same vibe as you and they're just like yeah let's just relax read our book yeah you know? and like, we don't need so to nice. be chit to chat to chat to like a rat no and we didn't and I kept getting into the sea and like, there was kind of there was a lot of waves and we were like jumping into the waves I actually just felt like a child it was so nice and I just had the best time I feel like I said this to you yesterday but like I haven't spent that much time with my brother in like years I'd say mm. like we spent three weeks together and it was just real nice to kind of like I don't know like spend time together again because one thing I was thinking of recently is like I was trying to like reflect on my past and stuff like that. I was listening to a meditation. And I was like, one thing I took for granted so much was living with my brothers and my sisters and brother. I feel like that like time I'll never get again. And I wanted to grow up so bad. And now like it's, I wish I could have it back again sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, so it was really nice. Aww. I really enjoyed it. Do you but want yeah. to rate your time there out of 10? I love rating everything out of 10. Just all to give us all, an idea. A 10. I had the right. best time. It was so nice. Like it was completely different to my last trip to Lisbon. Mm-hmm. But this time was really nice. Like I felt like I just, I did a lot of thinking there. I feel <laughs> a lot of realizing. <laughs> like, realizing. Um, but yeah, it kind of made me really feel like I was, did a lot of like. Reflecting. Look in at myself. Yeah. And like, I kind of felt like. I'm really good at criticizing myself, like, mm, but I'm like, aware. and self, like, I'm, I'm really. One thing about me is I'm really good at like noticing my bad behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good though to be self-aware. Yeah, absolutely. So I did a kind of that, and then I just kind of made a plan in my head for like, okay, when I go home now, this is what I want to do with my life. So I feel Brilliant. like it was a really fun time, but also a really um, self-growth time. But I had a great time. Like I just need everyone to know when me and Roisin are together off air. We have the most lovely, so gorgeous chats. Like yeah. about, I'm not going to get into it because they're private or whatever. And <laughs> but like Roshi said, <laughs> but to quote Roshi yesterday, I'll just bring this up. <laughs> but we literally, it's just like so positive and so. But like one thing I've noticed about you is like you've worked so hard on yourself. And you're so wanting to share that with everyone else. So like, I'll come to you with a problem or like, you'll prompt me with, with a question. And then you're so good at giving like, and even like, it's it's like nearly helping you as well to be like, you need to think 100%. about this or like, and it's just so refreshing to have like a deep connecting chat with someone. I think it's so, it is. And I think that when you're like, hang out with people, it's so easy to just sit on your phones I hate that. And like so easy to kind of just like, now we'll get together and we'll gossip. Like we're, we're oh, bad we're for goss- that as we're well. We're girls at the end of the day. We're little gossy girls. But I think it's so like, ref- like refreshing is the right word to, to talk. And it's so like as well, when you're talking about something that you might have a problem with and I'm talking to you, like I genuinely am, I say something and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know. And then you, you say stuff to me. And I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. So it's like a yeah. therapy session. It's like free it therapy. It is. And like to anyone listening who like maybe is struggling with connections at the minute, and I'm not talking about like love connections, maybe that is. Yeah. But it's so important to ask your friends, like, you know, how are you feeling? And then if they give you a generic, yeah, I'm good, be like, well, what? how's this aspect of your life? Yeah. Or like, how is, and then like prompt them to go a little bit deeper or like mm-hmm. ask them something maybe you'd like to be asked. And like truly... Like, but only ask if you truly want to know the answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, sometimes like, and this is completely okay. Sometimes you're just haven't got the brain capacity to give that to somebody. Yeah. And that's completely fine because you need to protect that part yourself. And that's so fine. But like, if you really do want to be there for someone like, like, 
ask them their questions and sometimes they're uncomfortable yeah like sometimes if I know maybe you're not doing so good or if I'm not doing so good like you kind of have to ask a couple of questions to get there to, yeah to kind of be like it's how that, do you yeah. feel like how are you feeling about that and then eventually it'll kind of kickstart from there and you do you feel like like you're after taking a deep breath after it absolutely and, and I'm not talking about if you meet up with someone every week like we don't have these conversations no. all the time but like definitely once a month we definitely have like a like and yeah. we don't plan it like we're not like oh let's sit down for a debrief no but like it I think when you do deeply care about someone and their life it will come naturally but 100%. yeah just remember like to check in and like prompt your friends yeah. to chat to you and but like you have to create that open safe space for them to it has open to up. be safe 100 percent because there's no point in like me telling you something and you judging me because I just won't want, I won't want to say it to you again yeah or like what like you know not saying you but like you know people's friends yeah and that's hard because when you feel like you're being judged you don't you clam up you close down yeah and you're like that's it and it's hard it's really hard as well and if you haven't got someone to talk to that is close with you like that like there's so uh, there's so many groups online and mm-hmm. stuff that you can do that and like therapy and like I think that it's just so important like, it's, so, it's so you important. feel so much lighter and like I came away yesterday like I always am in good form when we get together but I came away with like a bit of motivation and a bit more like a sense of something's going on yeah of. and I was just like okay like I can do this and I can well, like, yeah. I'm not gonna get into what we were talking about but no, like you do, do you, you know, feel you like feel motivated and to, a like, sense of like I know this is really really like strong but like you nearly feel like a sense of like rebirth or something yeah like, you're, like, like I a just sense like, of hope like, yeah because sometimes like not getting into it, yeah, me and Amy felt really similar yesterday mm-hmm. and it was so good that when we talk, this is another thing, is that when you talk to someone and you realise they're feeling the same as you, it's so, not yeah. that I want you to feel like, uh, if I'm feeling sad, I don't want you to feel sad, but when you realise someone's going through that, it's like, oh my God, I feel so much better that I'm not alone. 100%. It makes you feel human. Yeah. Which is a great thing, because we're all human, everyone's going to have shit days and I'm sure if you having a bad day and you turn around to someone beside you they've had one today yesterday or the day before exactly like and it's not making somebody feel oh well sure you're not the only one going through bad yeah, you know it's yeah. being like oh my god same like you like know that, whatever yeah. and it's just it is true like just speaking things out loud even even yeah. if it's to if it's on dead ears it's just getting that the words yeah. out even makes you feel better it does though and really it, ju- it actually kind of just makes you feel like you're just shedding skin or something yeah because you're like okay get off me crusty, now, you're crusty, like, crusty old thoughts <laughs> you're like that's your problem now yeah <laughs> Annie would you bring that home can you fix that <laughs> for me I'm going to sleep well tonight but it was yeah yesterday me and Amy this, that's just the whole reason for the podcast this was the yeah. whole reason behind it and yesterday we had a chat and it was lovely but it was, yeah, yesterday was our first day back together and it was so nice. Wasn't it so lovely? Everyone was like, what are you doing this again? And I was like, I don't know, but Roisin's home, so... You're like, did you know she's Whatever that involves. Um, but how have you been, so, like, how has your time been, um... Apart. Apart, yeah, apart. Just meant to cry. <laughs> I just been, Amy's done something really important. She's read the, the, the latest instalment of the Thursday Murder Club and she's given it to me now. Yeah, so all I've been doing is reading... Watching Sex Education and watching Harry Potter. Oh god, that actually sounds like such a good time to Like, me. truly. Also, I watched, I know I already told you, um, The Bake Off is back. Yes. It's, I mean, I caught up on that on Saturday and I was smiling from ear to ear from start to finish. Such a good show. And now that Alison Hammond's a host, I absolutely need to be on it. And Russian. also, 
Grower and Grower and Grower. Is that yeah. on tonight? That's on tonight. Okay, I need to. You need to catch up on I that. I need to catch up the first one. I love Bake Off. I just fucking love it's it. It's so comforting, but I can't believe it's around already. No, no. Um, like, the girls, it's October out there. The I said to him when it came in, the cold. It's cuffing season, gals. Do you know what I mean? It's cuffing. What's that song? It's cuffing season. Um, but yeah, I've been doing fuck all. But I just want to tell you something really. Excuse me, cut out my little burpee. Um, <laughs> weird. So, obviously, we have been like chatting about wanting to go on a cruise. Yeah. So, like, I was thinking about that last night or whatever. But then, so this is what I thought caused it. I was okay. thinking about the cruise. No, well, maybe it is. But I had a dream last night that I was somewhere and there was a tsunami. Oh, no. And, you know, I'm terrified of water, right? So, we were, I was in this house. and But there was, like, loads of layers to the house. But the water basically dragged me down to, like, the last layer. But, like, I can't swim. So, like, yeah. in the dream, I'm, like... Try, I don't know who was there was a person with me I don't know who they were like trying to drag me up or whatever and I got to the top but like we they were able to like float but like I had to hold on to things and I actually woke up with a fright and oh. I was like oh my god I was like oh, I need to learn to swim like if we're going on this cruise or whatever because I'm so scared of water like, and like that's a crippling like fear fear for you yes. because like if you're surrounded by water and like first when I woke up I was like oh my god is this a sign like I shouldn't go on the cruise blah 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 right but anyways, then fast forward to I'm in work. What okay. am I doing in work? I'm on Facebook, obviously. Well, I mean, what else? And Did you see that on Facebook? You're like... <laughs> Check out Rosie's new profile. <laughs> Sorry. Did I you like my comments? My <laughs> She's giving style. She's giving Sorry, grace. I'll come back to that story, but please go on. So... I was probably, that's what I was probably doing. I never really go on Facebook. Only to check who's online, you know that. Um, Amy, that's Amy's, that's, that's kind of your comfort thing. Yeah, I just, like, if you ever see me on my phone, I'm just checking who's online on Messenger. <laughs> Not like so weird. Um, and I don't even take in who is online. I just look, but like, aim, like, it's it's like, it's, it's kind of like you're waiting to see something, but you don't know what it is. Well, I haven't a clue. Yeah, fair. Um... And if I got a me- Facebook message, I'd probably die. But I'd be yeah. like, who is this William Shakespeare? Yeah, what are you writing to me with, with pigeon and scrawl? <laughs> Literally, what the hell? But I was scrolling Facebook and next thing up, an ad pops for women's adult swimming lessons in Carlo. Now, could it be any more specific? I thought you're joking me, right? <laughs> and I thought, I thought, knock me down with a feather. I thought, say no more universe, mm-hmm. I'll sign up. Now... I wrote to your one who's over and at, but it was about five o'clock so I'm thinking she's off line for the evening. Yeah. As she should. As she should clock off at the five p.m. <laughs> clock, clock off and pop off, bitch. <laughs> um, but then I went into it and it's booked up. Okay, we could go on a waiting list. I joined the waiting list. list. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, isn't it, at least you're putting it out there that you'd like to do it. Because, Roisin, every... Because I've looked into it before. You know, every year my um, go, my resolution is to learn how to swim. Yeah. And it's always either at the wrong time yeah. or it's really expensive mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And this was like, one, it's eight evenings. They're at like eight o'clock. Um... And it's like 60 euro for eight weeks or something That's like great. that. Like, and now it is a group class, but... Well, better um, than no class. Yeah, but at least I can like keep my ear out. But I just thought that's a sign from God. And then also 100% is a sign, because like, that's so weird it came from your dream. 
But also, if you are getting lessons, we can go in between. Now, not that I'm any good of a teacher, but to get you used to being in the yeah. water. Like, we could go pop up to the mount, even if you wanted. We could. Or we could go down to the River Slaney. I mean... <laughs> Sandbox. It's we, in my name. We're no um, strangers to there, except I am. I've never been, but... <laughs> Um, um, yeah but that's all going on with me bro well I'm very excited about swimming lessons very sorry about the dream that's how, I hate when you have a dream like that and it just like I freaks you out up in a fright. but that's really strange at that. now I will say and I believe it there's no coincidences in life a Russian so kind of came to you yeah but anyway I'm very, I hope you get it let, now do if anyone know, knows know. about swim, adult swimming lessons for a gal who's terrified of water yeah. and of other people's opinions and you never know <laughs> just other people in general <laughs> but you never know someone might be even doing one or someone might be joining one or someone might actually be giving one you don't know yeah if, so you're, a, if you're a teacher in training and you're looking to give free lessons do do you know if Greg Cullen Swimming Pool is looking to sponsor us Jesus Greg. I know they listen and we will wear the swimming hat saying Greg Swimming Pool that's if, the if thing, you it's want that's hat roll I know, but look, everyone else will be wearing a hat. Yeah, maybe I won't be recognised. Yeah, and also, everybody else there is going to be thinking the same thing you are. They're going to be like, afraid of the water, probably. They can't swim, and these are all going to be there to help each other. What a bad combination. It's like, who's going to help us? <laughs> it, None of us can like, swim. So it's going to throw everyone into the deep end, quite literally, together. And then turn the lights off. <laughs> if I could even learn how to float, I'd be a happy bunny. Once you learn how to tread the water, which I don't know if that is swimming. Like, I don't know if that's like... As in, like... It's definitely a skill. Of it's this. definitely a skill, but I don't know at what point they teach that. I'm sure pretty early on. Once you're able to tread the water, you're going to feel so much more confident. Yeah. Because you'll just know how to just stay afloat. <laughs> because if we have to go to another spot, <laughs> where, I to, where I have to get on your back. <laughs> I lose it for real. <laughs> well, look, Martin. That is an ache. I'd carry you from Galway to Cork on my back. Rosin, you wouldn't. That's your downfall. <laughs> I would. Um, but come here. I hope the swimming class works out. Thanks, Roll. Keep everyone updated. Do. Get, you can get me on the blower. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, and we're back in the physical room with Topic of the Week. We are. Now, sorry <clears throat> to the listeners if you hear some pages rustling, because I actually Rosin's came... has gone old school. Old school and wrote it down, because I kind of felt... I really, like... I wanted to learn about this topic. Sometimes I do topics because I'm interested, but because I want to learn about them. Mm-hmm. So I thought that this one I want to learn about, but I want to um, write it down so it might stay in my head a bit more. Great. Love that. It's like so leaving, sir. This kind of touches on a little bit of what we were talking about uh, yesterday ourselves. I had this topic already, like, no way. Kind of pretty much done. Not pretty much done. I had I had decided I was going to do it, and I knew what I was going to talk about. But it kind of, it, it just kind of, when we talked about it yesterday, I realised how important it was, and it struck a chord with me. Okay. This week, our topic of the week is imposter syndrome. Very good. Okay. Love this already. So, I've kind of been feeling the last while, like, I, I, I definitely am a sufferer of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I think it goes hand in hand with, like, some other, like, mental health problems and stuff like that. But, like, I was like, oh, I have imposter syndrome. And then I was like, wait, like, what is imposter syndrome? What causes it? How do you get rid of it? So I'm here to tell you all of the above. Well, thank God, because I'd love to know. Now, I um, read a couple of different articles, but one article I found was really good and I got a lot of information from it. It's called betterup.com. And I'll tag it in the show and I'll leave the thing in the show notes or in the description mm-hmm. because it's brilliant. It's a really good article. And especially okay. I think if you're someone who suffers from, so maybe you don't even know you suffer from imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because 
you might just think some things in your head and be like, oh, why do I think like that? Well, I'm about to tell you now. And bear in mind, I'm not a licensed therapist. <laughs> but I, can I just say before you start, I mm-hmm. feel like so many people do because of social media. 1000%. Yeah. That is, I think, something as well. But also, I think it just, a lot of people don't even realise that they have it or that they're saying things that like sound like it even. It. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, okay, so what is imposter syndrome? So it was a first identified in 1978 um, by two women uh, psychologists. So of course. Pauline Rose uh, Clancy and Suzanne Imes, I-M-E-S, Imes. Um, so it is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally. So it often results in people feeling like like they're a fraud or like mm-hmm. that they're, you know, to kind of act, act in a park nearly. Okay. They feel not deserving yeah ex- exactly not deserving and you're kind of just like who the hell am I to be doing this yeah do you, know, kind of, yeah. Do you ever think to yourself like what who the hell do you know do you ever think to yourself who the hell do I think I am for doing that and you're like yeah because you want to do it or like even with posts or a story sometimes I'm like who would I think I am putting that up or what will everyone think like yeah. why would I put that up and it, it, that is that is definitely a type of imposter syndrome yeah because like and it is from people being like, who does she think she is? Yeah, 100%. She's herself. And that's a kind of like a self-confidence thing as well with with them imposter syndrome because it's like, like, of the town, like not the town so much, but the site we grew up in that we were, we were brought up to judge people. Yeah. It's crazy like Small how mind, like yeah. online, that's what you're brought up to do and in school and like, not by your teachers or peers or teachers or parents, but like, I suppose when you're younger, you're like, you'll see other people doing it and then you just do it like. Yeah. But anyway, um, a person doesn't feel confident or competent regardless of what they achieve in their life. So they aren't able to sit and enjoy like the success that they have gained in their life. And they're always waiting for like they're always waiting for this to catch up with them and like for someone to call them out and been a fraud or like say they're inadequate. Like they're just not they can never sit and enjoy something that they've done, right? Because they're always worried that like okay, well, like, I can't really enjoy this now. I can't move on to the next thing because someone's going to fuck behind me and tell me that, like, I don't deserve that. Yeah. Or, like, I'm silly for doing that or Call something. Call yeah. Um, so, they originally... Um, they originally... Diffuse? I can't remember what I'm writing. Uh, so, imposter syndrome was used to describe a condition um, that was... They just... What originally came out was by professional women. Um, and they observed professional women and then this is where us that came from that they realised imposter syndrome was a thing but now studies have shown that it actually affects men too it affects men pretty much equally as it affects women okay so the studies were just on women and, uh, when it first came out um, and then people feel like a sense of time is running out like they have to keep putting on this act and keep bettering themselves and doing things because they kind of feel like well, I'm only going to have this for so long, so I'm just going to keep doing things and pushing through and not celebrating any of my wins, like because it could be over. Yeah, exactly. Like, and some people like are so good at celebrating every win in their life. Like, I follow this girl on TikTok, and she's celebrates everything. Like, she celebrates like when she wakes up and she gets in a good humor, and or like she works out and she just is always grateful and celebrates her stuff. But some people don't celebrate even if they get like a massive promotion because they feel like they don't deserve it. Or yeah. they feel like that they can't because what? But like I might get this promotion now, but like what if tomorrow they realize I can't do my job? And it's taken from me. Or, yeah, yeah. And they're like, I don't want to be silly or whatever. So 
why does it happen and what are the causes? So imposter syndrome is a cognitive distortion. Um, So what that basically means is like a faulty connection in the brain. So your brain is like, you believe everything your brain tells you, all the thoughts, your brain can't take a joke. So it's like, at one point in your life, your brain made a faulty connection. So somebody said one thing to you or you saw something and your brain, it just clicked with it and it made that connection. So it, it basically has rewired your brain into thinking that you're not good enough for that or your work is based off this or it could be any form of things, but that's basically what it is. It is a cognitive dissertation. Okay. Dis- dis- distortion, if I could even say the word. Dissertation. Um, it's kind of like how um, body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. how your brain is kind of like... Perceiving things. Perceiving things. This is similar to that. Okay. Um, so the doubt others might regard like they they think that, that people would regard them as like silly or stupid i think like they're never good enough in other people's eyes so they're like their worth their self-worth isn't great so they're always afraid that people are going to view them as that mm-hmm. so they're always trying to be the best um so they doubt their own history and their track record so like someone could be doing fantastic in their life and be like they're looking back at their own, like, all of their degrees and all of the... It doesn't even have to be about school, but all of the amazing things they've done in their life. And, like, they still doubt that because it's just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I've done all these things, but I'm still not good enough for this job or I'm not good enough for that job. Like, if you're going up against... If you're going for a job interview and you know you're qualified, like, your CV says you're qualified enough, but you don't feel qualified enough, that is imposter syndrome. Because you're like, I shouldn't be going for this. Who the hell do I think I am? Yeah. But... Um, it can be um, it can be so hard on your mental health, and um, it 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 isn't an official um psychological condition, but it it's not one that is like you can be subscribed anything for, or prescribed anything for, mm-hmm. but it is something that like now is becoming more, I suppose, talked about and recognised. Yeah. Um, but it does have a variety of causes, so I'm gonna watch through the causes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, on like what in your past could have caused it so as I said it's not like a actual full condition I suppose but the research has shown that the causes can be a combination of the these few points I'm going to read out to you okay so your family environment so if you grew up with parents or sisters or brothers or schoolmates or whoever who were being overly critical and just what you did was never good enough that will obviously take an effect on your life in many ways. Obviously, yeah. this would be one of them. But, like, in your life, like, you, you know people, like, or you know people, you might hear people saying, like, oh, yeah, like, my parents are really hard on me. Like, you know, I come home and get, you know, a, an 85% of my test, but the, I didn't get 100, so they weren't happy. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, like, just people being overcritical in your life. Um, So social pressures. a uh, Part of a group where worth is measured, like, you're cheap, you're... Yeah, your worth is measured in achievements. So if you're in a group of people and, like, they're like, oh, well, like, you know, I did this at the weekend, I got that on a test, and that is, like, based off your worth. Like, you're only as worthy as all the cool things you've done. Like, it can't just be that, like, you got out of bed that day and you're having a good day. Like, that wouldn't be worthy enough for this group, say. Yeah, or that, that you have a great also... personality or whatever. Yeah, and, like, some people just aren't, you know driven by like achievements mm-hmm. and that's fine but then if you're around a group of people who are and like are judgmental of that that can kind of 
trigger your brain as well. Yes. Um, a sense of belonging. So I, one thing is that here is that the fear of being found out and cast out. So some people just kind of keep if they're in a group like that, they'll keep like trick like trucking on and doing this and reaching for the next thing because they just don't want to be on their own. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to get out of this cycle because even though that group is might not be good for you it's somewhere you're belong and you then be, like yeah. people the more more you achieve the more people are going to value you okay even though if you don't value yourself so it's kind of like kind of like people pleasing in a way yeah i suppose a lot of this is kind of like hand in hand with other like mental health stuff like people pleasing is a, is a kind of big in this um so the person um a if that happens in your life where you're in a group of people and like, you know, they're laughing at you because like you failed the test or I don't know, like you weren't good enough in school or you weren't good enough in college. People carry, like it's research is showing that people carry this with them for like years of their life and this is how it like manifests in your brain and like how imposter syndrome can um like develop even more. So it's like, hard as well when you think about people if they went through something as a child and it's still manifesting in their brain today how hard they must be on themselves about imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. like it stays in your brain for so like in many things like if you're bullied when you're younger it'll just stay in your brain for like a long time and it manifests and it, it really like trauma, takes over like. absolutely it'll just kind of take over part of your life um and the last thing is personality so some types of personality are just linked more to this so like perfectionists are definitely like linked more to uh, imposter syndrome because what in their brain whatever they do is just not good enough mm-hmm. or people like maybe with like OCD or some or, or things like that like again nothing is ever perfect enough yeah so that would be linked to a lot of different personalities um so the effects of imposter syndrome uh, can lead people to avoid challenges or opportunities that they know are going to be amazing for them so like I was telling Amy yesterday even like there's so many things I'd like to do in my life but like I just don't let myself do them because I'm afraid. Yeah. And fear is a big thing as well. Like your fear, if the fear will hold you back because you're in a safe space then and you don't, like you're like, oh, why should I be doing that? Or like, why, you know, like I'm not good enough to do that. But like, you don't know because you actually haven't done it yet. Yeah. And it's like a big thing of holding you back. Um, so it really makes people uh, isolate themselves and a lot of time it can lead to depression. And it gives, it gives people like a, a huge feeling of shame and like lack of confidence. So it kind of all goes hand in hand. But the good thing is that I can also get out of the loop of imposter syndrome. Like anything, like depression or any mental health issues, like there's always a way out and there's always something you can do to help yourself. And then there's always things you can look out for. So if any of this sounds like something that you might feel or you think that someone close to you might feel, here are some things that you can look out for. So self-doubt, undervaluating achievements, um, sabotaging yourself um, and then a big one as well is that if, if you achieve something or if you, or your friend achieves something and they're like oh thanks but like you know I got really big help from all these other people mm-hmm. it's a giving your achievements to other people because you don't feel like you deserve them okay um, and then another one is setting unrealistic expectations for yourself so like you know by the end of this year I have to you know own three cars when you don't think that's going to happen but like you're just putting it out of your reach because you're like I don't want to set something that is doable in case I don't get it so I'm just going to go completely unrealistic right because then whatever I do get I'll be like oh yeah because you feel like I'm just going to let myself down anyway so I'm just going to let myself down bigger okay 
kind of, like it's kind of yeah, I suppose like you're feeling like what's the most unattainable thing I can do because I might as well say that because I'm going to fail either way. Okay. Um, and then so but next basically then I have a how to deal with it. So understand you're not helpless. Um, you're not helpless against it. Don't ignore it. Um, you can tame the emotion. Uh, by noticing its presence. One big thing you can do is the SBNRR technique. So that's stop. So stop for a second and just see what you can hear around you. Breathe. Just take a couple of deep breaths. Notice. So notice what you're feeling about. Like notice why what your brain is saying about the thing you want to do and what it's telling you. Reflect. So reflect on like past situations where this has actually happened before. Like in your brain be like, okay, well this happened last week and I talked myself out of it and then like try understand what the thought in your head is trying to tell you. Because again, not every thought we think is, is true. Mm-hmm. And then respond. So respond to it with, you know, talk to yourself and respond to it with like, I'm not actually going to listen to that because I know that's not true. I'm just scared. Like, like notice the emotion and then nearly call it out like it's like calmly, but like, you know, like you're not taking over my brain today. I'm not going to let you do this. But yeah, so just kind of notice that and then respond to it. Like any emotion, if you're feeling scared or depressed, like definitely when I'm feeling anxious, I do that. I'll stop, feel feel anxious and then talk to my anxiety nearly been like, what are you talking about? This is not real or like, yeah. yeah, bring yourself back. Yeah, and kind of like be in the moment a little bit, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I have this one thing I did um, was a quiz oh. and it was called the Positive Intelligence Assessment. And it basically... Um, tells you basically what type of saboteurs you have so like you can have different types of like sabotage in your life so I did the quiz and here are my top I'm gonna give my top three types of they call them saboteurs so like the I suppose the personalities of of um imposter syndrome so number one is I'm hyper vigilant um so like always wondering what people are thinking and saying mm-hmm. I'm two I'm an avoider of conflict yeah. Um, three I'm a pleaser and then four I'm a hyper achiever which I don't know if I 100% agree with that but the top three anyway are pretty much head on so it's really interesting to take that quiz if you think that this is something you suffer from it's really yeah. interesting to take the quiz just because like you learn so much about yourself yeah you need to link that quiz I want to do it yeah I'll link I'll, I'll send it after this and I'll also link it in the, in the show notes because it's really interesting to know like what is in your brain and like what different parts that you're telling you about because there's there's like there's like something like fifty questions that you go through them, and it's just really interesting to see how you'd answer the questions early like like oh that would be important to me at all and then something else might be really important yeah, but that was really really interesting. So then just tips for um just some tips for dealing with um imposter syndrome I'm just gonna run through them, so understanding the voice so that is doing the positive intelligence assessment so that's really interesting just to know what voice is inside your head like what is the main driver of the imposter syndrome and once you know what the main fear is you'll be able to tackle it head on um assess the evidence so once you are able to like assess like what has happened in the past and what your like your thoughts have told you in the past you can write it down and nearly predict them and then next time you feel something like that you know it's not real and you know it's just yourself trying to hold you back okay um get out of your head so like don't want to be running around in circles so when you feel yourself going in like a thought loop stand up do something to the podcast go for a run go for a walk just get out of that loop and um, practice self-compassion so don't beat yourself up about feeling like this because 
first of all, it's not your fault. You feel imposter syndrome and you can feel like a fraud and then you can feel really sad and you can feel silly. But don't beat yourself up because I'm sure if you there's people around you now, if you're listening to this, half of the room feels like that or has mm-hmm. felt like that before. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Um, keep failure in perspective. So instead of focusing on defining your failure, write down what some like are likely outcomes of that. And then like if you write down like, okay, I might fail in this or this. But then like you're like, but do I actually want that? Like I might fail, I might say like, oh, I might fail at, you know, doing this big thing in my life. But I'm like, but do I actually want that? Like, would I actually care if I fail at that? And also like, what happens if if I do fail and what have I learned if I fail? Yeah. And like if if I do fail this thing, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like it, the world will go on. And you have to fail at things. Like this is oh, what I say to you. You have, you have to. to get no's. Yeah. Because you're not going to get yeses all your life. No, and like that's the thing that people like, you know, are worried about as well. That like they don't want to try and include myself. You don't want to try because you're going to hear the no's. But like no one you know has got all yeses in their life. Like literally no. nobody. Anybody you see on Instagram or TikTok or people you follow has... They've all failed at something. Yeah. And it's not like, embarrassing. It's a learning curve. Oh, and it's... 100%. Like, that's the thing that, like, I read this. I was listening to a podcast and this girl was like, be grateful for your bad days because that's the, they're the days you learn most about yourself. Yeah. And it is. Like, on my bad days, I learn the most about my... I learn, like, triggers. I learn what makes me sad. I learn what makes me happy. And they're the days that really help you grow. Yeah. So they're... It's bad bad days, but good days in a sense. Yeah. Um, and then the last one or last two so practical mindfulness so the technique I was telling you about or meditation and then just like seek feedback or help like talk to your friends if you have no close friends you want to talk to I'm sure there's like again there's literally groups online for everything um, or like talk to therapists but I just kind of felt like when I was in Portugal like this kind of came up a bit like about a couple of things for myself I just kind of felt like god who do I think I am doing that or whatever and that's when this idea kind of stemmed and then I was like, there's probably so many people out there that just don't have, like, a youth to talk to or, like, I want a family to talk to. And I was like, it'd just be good to people to know that they're not alone. And, mm-hmm. like, so many people feel like this. And, like, it's just really interesting to figure out you feel like this and then move past it. And then, like, you deserve a seat at that table that you're at. You deserve to have all the achievements you want. But it's just about learning about it and getting through it. Absolutely. And I think it's so important because... I think it's very rare to not have this feeling. I know. I think people who don't have it, I'm like, where the hell does she get that confidence The confidence. From? And like, they probably aren't confident. They're probably faking it. Like, this whole new thing of like, oh, be de- delusional and all. Like, you do have to be delusional. Absolutely, you know, you do yeah. have to fake it till you make it. And a lot of the thing is like, I'm look- looking into now is like, you don't have to worry about the how for some things. Like, it's going like if you want something to happen for you like don't worry about the how don't worry about like a what if what that just keep working and be in the now and chill out and it'll just happen for you yeah i know that sounds delusional but you do need need to be delusional like you said yeah but i just thought it was kind of important to talk about because i feel like what you said to start it's so easy to compare yourself to people on social media a hundred percent and it's really hard it's really hard in your mental health and it's really hard to like I don't know, to pit yourself against these people who you think are so, you know, far ahead, but, like, you don't know anything about them. They yeah. can be feeling the very same as you. Yeah. No, I think that was a really good and important topic. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to listen to it and be like, I've either definitely felt that before or I feel that all the time. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting as well if people are like, oh, my God, that's what that is. Yeah. Because, because even like, when you were talking there, because, like, when you first started, I was like, 
yeah I do get that sometimes but I as you were going through it I was like I feel that in every single aspect of my life and isn't it mad yeah like and I can literally like literally down to like even today this is so silly but what I was after to start there is I changed my profile photo on Facebook and I wanted to do it because I want to apply for some stuff um like just on Facebook through like Facebook groups I'm on mm-hmm. um and I made a photo with me for, for when I was Bebo Hunt in 2018 and I was like laughing at myself I was like oh my god it's so embarrassing I'm after like who do I think I am so my she changed shot? it to like yeah a headshot a really yeah. professional looking kind of like a LinkedIn photo yeah yeah like a professional photo but I so basically you can post it but you can untick a button that says don't show on my newsfeed and I didn't do that and then because time, who even knows how to use Facebook anymore? Like, I didn't even know that was an option. Mm. And then uh, people start liking it and commenting underneath it. And then I was like, oh my God, who the hell do I think I am? Like, that people are going to think that, like, I'm trying to become, like, an actor. And then I was like, but I am trying to become an actor. Exactly. And I'm at the very start of it. And, like, I am a beginner. So, like, I have to and start And everyone somewhere. who knows you and cares about you and who listens to this podcast knows you're on that journey. Literally. And also, all your comments under it were so positive and So nice. lovely and nice. And the amount of people who reacted to it, I didn't even, like, I haven't talked to them in years. Yeah. That was so nice. But I think as well, like, that that was something. And it's so hard to, like, not feel like that. Like, it's so, like... Look at me, like, if you felt like that, I'd be like, but, like, you know, that's not true. But it's so hard when you're feeling it. Yeah. Because you feel so isolated. Yeah, and because you got a shock and you probably got embarrassed. Yeah, and a big thing But, like, there's actually nothing to be embarrassed about. That's what Facebook is for. And then after a while, I was like, when, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a type perfect topic tonight. Because, like, it's like, it is a thing of, like, really, at the end of the day, nobody actually cares. Do you about think, what you like, do? somebody wrote into their friend group and said, did you see Ruffin and change your profile picture? Like, and honestly, if they did, I hope they gave it a like. But, like, unless, until you said it, I would have never seen that. No, Because 100%. I don't use Facebook. And at the start, when I did it, I just thought it was hilarious. Because yeah. I was like, who uses Facebook anymore? And then I had a split second of thinking like that. And then I was like, God, I actually don't care. It's funny like, that, like, you changed your profile picture, but the picture is not funny. Or, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It, there's not an... Like, it was funny because the way you said it and stuff yeah. to us, like, but there was nothing, there was nothing like, about, like, who cares? And, like, then I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's just, like, I was like, oh, it looks very professional. And I was like, I actually don't talk to anybody on Facebook. And, like, I don't use Facebook. I'd use it now for applying for stuff. But, like, I was just thinking to myself, imagine I applied for something and someone went onto my Facebook just to look who I am and they saw that photo of me in 2018. And like, I know. Like, I'm like, who? <laughs> I look, so, I look, it's a grainy photo. You can't see a bit of me. I look 12 years old. And I'm like, they need to go on and see something. I always think that. And about like WhatsApp as well. I'm like, what if somebody from work texts me on WhatsApp? Like, are they going to see me with half my belly hanging out? I know. And that's the way I feel as well. But anyway, that was what I'm linking in with. But yeah, that was kind of something I just thought would be interesting to share. I love when you bring us um, like therapy points or like teaching points. I just love it. I love learning. I know. I love learning as well. But you also you think that like I take them on board but now this is my new thing now I am taking everything on board. Putting it into practice. You're the one who researched it and looked into it. But yeah I want to link that quiz for everybody. It's really interesting. If you feel like imposter syndrome is something that you suffer with like again so many things you can help yourself but understanding who the hell is talking to in your brain is really interesting as well. It's like different types of who's in there? Who's giving me a bit of a bitch? (laughs) Jimmy get out. (laughs) Thanks Rob. No worries. Well, excuse me, folks. I meant to start <laughs> the episode with a "Would you rather?" Excuse and we've got, we've got on this far. I know that happened to me last week as well, though. 
you know when you're kind of kicking straight into it, you're like, yes, we're up to 90 giddy. Giddy gals. So, today's Would You Rather, I went back to an old question box and I got this little gem from okay. one of our listeners. Thanks very okay. much. Would you rather go back for any day in the past or any day into the future? Oh, and if it's any day in the past, which day? I think... And don't give me something like, I'd love to go back and kill Hitler. Oh God, no. <laughs> now, in fairness, I'm glad he's dead, but I wouldn't volunteer myself for that. <laughs> he'd kill me, I think. I honestly think he'd kill me stone dead, brown bread. But, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't wish. Anyway, so don't have to go into that. Two things came into my head. Okay. One thing would be going back for one day um, when I believed in Santa and waking up on Christmas morning because there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. That feeling of pure excitement that you feel like you're actually going to fucking explode is so exciting. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like... That's a good one. And oh, also so for you when your brothers and si- where your brother and sisters believed as well. Yeah, That'd I know. Lovely. Like I remember when we all used to lay in bed and we used to actually genuinely think we heard R- Rudolph on the roof. And we'd oh. all be in one double bed. And we'd all be like, oh my God, lads, he's on the roof. That's so cute. It was so fun. I can imagine you scream. Scream. <laughs> he's here. I was quickly close your eyes. He's going to throw stuff into Ian's house. <laughs> But I, um, <laughs> I just, yeah, something like that. I'd love to know the future, but I think if I went to a day in the future and it didn't, it didn't look like how I thought it was going to look, I'd be really affected by it. So I don't think I'd go to the future. I think I'd go to the past. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point of the question is like, you know, like, ha- like where would you go to in the future? And also what if, you went to like, oh, I'll go for 10 years from today and it's like nothing because you died. You're like, what would you do? Like you go and it's just pure white. And, and oh, if, yeah, I kind of am like, oh, I'd like to go 10 years away to see like... What the hell's going where on? Where am I? And am I happy? See, I'd be like, am I like, do I meet anybody? Or am I a spinster with a cat and I've, I've, all my best friends are married? Do you know what I mean? But I'm trying to think what day I'd like to go back to. I'm kind of like, would I like to go back to the day I was born, but I don't fancy seeing my ma's watch. Yeah, and you kind of be aware of it as well. You'd be able to look around, so it'd be a lot of blood and guts. And I wouldn't be able to say anything. <laughs> God, I hope there's no guts. <laughs> I don't to be guts. But I, yeah, like I can't come out and be like, well, ma, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd have to be wrong. But then, if you came out full talking like that, like your ma would make a killing because you'd be that baby. See so me like on Checkers because... I'm a talking. <laughs> I can talk. <laughs> he can talk. No, he goes, he can fly. I can fly. And then he goes, you can talk. I'm a talking flying dog. Oh, I distracted something else we've put on the list. But anyway. Yeah. Um, what day would I like to go back to? Will I say something cheesy for the pod? I do. Maybe the first day we met. Oh, wouldn't it be... <laughs> When was it? Like the first day we interacted. I, I would like love it has to be to junior know. I would say it was junior infants because we went to different play schools. So it was junior infants. And I wonder where we were sitting beside each other. Because I... But I don't recall us being friends until about first class. Yeah. I don't... Because like, I, I, you don't think back that far. Like how... Is it mad how that was I life? can't remember a lot. But do you know like my first recollection of being alive... 
I like woke up on the toilet in primary school. <laughs> what? Like that's you think that the, you were like my a, first ever memory. Do you think that you were like um like an avatar stood went into your body at that point? It was like it just went. That's me clicking my fingers. That's so weird. And I was like, oh, I'm a human. Like I'm real. I'm a person. Like this is like. Do you ever think about what happens when you die? Yeah, all the time. Like what actually happens when you close your eyes? Like, do you wake up somewhere else? Like, I, I think about that a lot. I'm like, what happens the minute I close my eyes? Like, where do I go? Yeah, I do, and it's terrifying. It's so scary. Because I'm like, I don't believe in heaven, but I want it. Can I tell you also something? I, I'm not the... F- One of the oldest memories I have of me and you is the ham. The ham. <laughs> and that is the one that memory that I'm like... Would we... we- the I actually, have you ever laughed that hard? I was about to say, I actually think that like, do you know when like something happens to you and it's like so profound? Like I think that that was the time where I was like, oh my God, like we are just the same person. Yeah. Like me and Amy basically, we threw but, like, ham or to something. To this day, that's still a joke. <laughs> so that one really went down well. <laughs> what actually happened for, sorry, I don't know if we talked about this before. Um, We threw a piece of ham at the back of a clap. <laughs> I, I used to always bring in ham sandwiches. Ham sandwiches. And we threw a piece of a ham, a tiny shred of ham back at the back of the classroom one time. <laughs> and anyway, forgotten about. It went behind like this big chest. Yeah. And then forgotten about anyway. And then fast forward, we're back there mm. towards the end of the year getting something. Yeah. And we find that. Mountainly. <laughs> and Rosie laughed so hard. You actually had, you were, you were back on two, two legs of your chair. And you laughed so hard that that was the first time you snorted. Like where the snot comes... She wrote and gets snot bubbles, what she used to. And that happened. That so like it was so like it, things just kept being funnier and funnier. And I mean... It was just so funny. Also, I can remember those chairs so well. They had green bars. And why were they so uncomfortable? They were like sitting on fucking... Yeah, weren't we allowed a cushion, no? Honest to God, no. God, they were so uncomfortable. Also, me and Roisin, um were like so close like since we were small that one time we had a fight and it was purely jealousy because I thought you were being best friends with this new girl who came in (laughs) in primary school yeah and then so I made up this elaborate fight like because (laughs) Roisin was drifting away from me bear in mind this is like our whole life anytime she's been in a relationship this anger comes in. no but I feel like that it's so scary when like you feel like you want to lose someone yeah but I should have trusted our bond. But anyway, more fooled me. can't remember who this was. But then our teacher, the fight went on. Sorry, yeah. And our teacher actually called us up and she <laughs> tried to get to the bottom of the fight, but neither of us was ratting on each other no matter how much we were at fisticuffs. <laughs> she made us have a divorce. You remember that? Yeah. She kind of hated us. But it actually only lasted one day and then she seen us skipping in hand in hand. The yeah. Next day. I think the divorce kind of freaked us out. We just weren't ready to go down there in the legal room. And we were like... We're not really lesbians or anything. But I think... But then, was that close to Halloween? Because yeah. then the next day we came dressed in, and I remember you were Dracula. <laughs> and I was <laughs> I was something else, and we were dancing. Oh, for 
this when this episode comes out so you can all see me when I see when I'm dressing <laughs> Dracula I need my mom to send me a photo because I'm sure she has it I actually did I had the widow's peak <laughs> that was you as Brittany remember you came in as Brittany with the Brittany mic sorry for everyone I was talking me as Dracula you as the witch I probably was a witch you know remember we used to do witch's walk that Walk was the witch. <laughs> we all did it. Yeah, remember we used to do it around the hour, was it? Yeah. I thought you meant just you. <laughs> I was like, we, we all did remember it. Remember I went down it every year on my own. We had to collect money. Oh, God, that was so Are funny. you away this year for Halloween? No, I'm here. Because my event's a week later. So I'll be here. Thank God. Um, community, we're on an hour. Will we, will we save the Am I the Arsehole for next week or will we do it now? Yeah, leave it. We're going to save the Am I the Arsehole for next week. And we've no review. And we might as well end on a high. Yeah, what could beat that? Oh my God. I Sorry actually... I can't. It's a picture of Shirley from EastEnders dressed as Dracula. And I actually had it on my story last night, but it just fits this story so it's well. It's so good. But I will tell you one more thing because I've up my head. Do you remember one time we were in the PE hall? <laughs> Wow. And I was wearing um just uh football socks and I was went to, went to run after we were all playing a game or something, I went to run after you. I slipped and fell into the slits because the the, the PE hall was so varnished. varnished and I fell into the splits and I couldn't get up and <laughs> everyone was pissing themselves off and as they like as they were because it was so funny. But I remember not being able to get out of the splits oh. and as I crawling away from oh my god, your fanny was split open, was it? Again. <laughs> But oh my god, it was just I that happened to me. Sorry, not memory. to story top you, but I think I spoke about this before. But we were at a PE game or a PE game, a football game with the school in Airog, and we were in the changing rooms. And Roisin Byrne slipped on the shout out roll on the floor, same as Ash was in her football socks. Yeah, and she like hopped or like she they were concerned that she'd have concussion. Oh my god! But I was so worried about. Her. I was like you screaming, oh and no. I was running around, and there were she was like, you know, she really trusted me, and she was like, can you get my like football bag, like I have whatever in it. Yeah, and I ran to get it, but I slipped. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember I really hurt myself, but I didn't want to take from her. Yeah. So everyone then was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. And like, I ran on to get her football bag, but I was in, I think my knee hit my forehead and I was in so much pain, but I couldn't let on because I was like, I'm trying to help her. And you know, as well, then you're like, like there's literally a blood running back of your head and you're like, no, I'm grand. No, I'm grand. <laughs> Not an ambulance. <laughs> Tell them I'll meet them at the door. Tell no one. <laughs> Lads, come here to me. Maybe you're lifted. But, oh. uh, now, one, if one thing you take from this episode, if you take one thing, do not run in football socks on wood or tile at that matter. But can I just say, what, now this is it, I promise. Okay. Just speaking at P Hall, the focus of this episode. Yeah. Do you remember the sales we'd have at Christmas? Um, I was, when you said the P Hall, it's the first thing that popped into my mind. I remember when we were in sixth class and we got to do the sale. We would all bring in our shite from home. Our it, parents would be delighted until then you came home with more shite. And my mum used to be living like near Roshin, don't be coming home with stuff you don't need. This mummy would only give me a certain amount of money anyway, because like you know, you wouldn't mm. be able to be coming sure, home. Sure things would be ten cent and stuff. I'd come home with a bag full of shite. Like people never like, look up half like, eaten cookies even. What would I be? <laughs> I used to love people that make rice crispy ones. Remember there Gorgeous. used to be like You'd go and like there's always that smell of old toys 
and old books. I remember. I that's a day I'd go back to. Just I, the I remember opening the double doors, and you'd be lucky because you went up by class. Yeah. And it, geez, if you were last up, you'd have you'd be left. Yeah, the last class really got the raw in the deal. But sometimes you'd hold some stuff back. Yeah, you hold some stuff back in the windows. In yeah, we, we were back as shopkeepers. And the six classes would all be there at their little stalls, and you'd be thinking, "I'm gonna fuck this up." Yeah. But do you also remember the science fairs we'd have? Same thing. They'd all be around the pee hall doing yeah. science. Yeah, and you'd buy the books. That was a great. Remember a book fair came one time. Down in the basement. Down in the basement. And I bought loads of books. That book came every year. This classic book fair. Yeah. God. And you could buy a bookmark. I remember buying a bookmark one year. I remember buying a book one year. I think it was one of the Trace Speaker ones or something. Speaking of like imposter syndrome. Like I think one year I bought like this book that I had no interest in. I just because I wanted to be like really different and like oh yeah I'm really into this. Part of the like part of kind of like the alternative gang yeah but I forget what the book was now. Do you remember I think we used to get Sonus 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 that what it was it was the Irish book or was it Solus Solus is light so, I don't know what the hell it was remember it was like an activity I book I think it is no spree it was it I can't remember what the hell it was called but if you go you remember ordering it and when it came it'd be so exciting that was great <clears throat> I wouldn't go back to school now but we'll go back to some fun days you'd go back to primary ah god you so would. what did we do there Remember the time I wore high heels in and I fell three times before before little break? Remember the time you fell down Nicky Savage's granny's stairs? No. You had those high heels on, chompers. <laughs> and didn't her nanny, sorry now Nicky to bring it up, have three sets of stairs? Yeah, her nanny had, Nicky's nanny had three floors in her house. So like, we used, so she had two <clears> sets of stairs. Yeah, and we used to play this game <clears throat> that you used to be able to go up all the stairs. Sorry to divulge all the stuff we used to do Nicky, yeah. but... We used to go up the top of the stairs and you used to be able to look down <clears throat> on Nikki's back garden and we used to do this thing that you'd have to run up by yourself and look <clears throat> look out of the garden and then run back down and it used to be kind of when it was getting dark. Yeah. And it'd be like a scary thing to do and I thought we were in the shoes doing that. <clears throat> yeah, because I remember I was either in front of you. No, I was in front of you. <laughs> I was just like this toppling. Oh, no. And I turned around and I literally could scream. <laughs> like, rushing, take them off. <laughs> they weren't even nice. <laughs> they were rotten. Okay, to set the scene, they're about one inch. They're one inch. Yeah, <laughs> they're actually kind of like what's back in fashion now. You yeah, know, those shoes, but Clogs, they, were, they were high heels. <laughs> and I remember, and you'd have your white fucking Irish dancing socks with them. Oh, and I remember I fell over. It was at, I don't know if it was that little break or big break, anyway. <laughs> but I fell over two times. I think you did the splits and then cut myself pretty bad on both knees. Like, was it wasn't a good day to be alive. And I remember the teacher said to me, they're a bit too tall for you, are they? Or a bit too big for you. And I was, li- I was, uh, imagine her telling Being me. Being dead right. Telling me I can't walk. And I go, it's just the uneven ground. <laughs> the, but it was uneven. The ground then. was uneven. But would I ever sometimes run in the things? Have you ever been to that school lately? Yeah, mammy's done a couple of bits. I had to drop stuff down to it. I'd love to go in. Yeah, it's diff- different. Is it? Yeah. Because there's, the, there's the, you know where the veranda used to be? That's all classrooms. No, there's no veranda. No, no veranda anymore. And remember you'd have to get the bell and ring it halfway up the stairs. Remember you'd have to paper pick. Remember you'd have to hand out the fruit. Oh God. I remember like if you I liked paper picking. Remember we used to go down to the bushes and we'd be laughing. Me and him used to serve as well. We used to go to class. Like just when school started we'd get to go serve nine o'clock mass and we'd take our time. The mass would be a half an hour, we'd get back at ten. We used to get back to school about eleven. Because we used to go one step forward, two Two steps back. Olivia Rodrigo song. We used to do... And there was a mini van. <laughs> it 
It was micro. It was a micro. One day we were doing that and there was a micro behind us, but it was making no nice. And we seen it and we actually screamed and ran. It was so funny because we're doing because we were going backwards. Forward. Two steps back, and the mic, like, the, it was obviously a nun in the car, and God love her, she didn't want to like frighten us and like lay on the horn. But she, she was, was laughing. She was driving behind us for I'd say about two minutes in silence. But it must have been know, an electric car. It was, it was like no a noise. funeral. <laughs> do you know, like, what I love about like our childhood stories is it's just innocent fun. Like, yeah. we were really, really innocent. Like, we just wanted to go down and paper pick in the bushes to laugh. Yeah. Whereas, like, I know other girls a few years older, they'd go down to smoke. Yeah, Like, I do you know, know. I, like, we were honestly just so having, innocent. And just having the most stupid things to laugh at. Like, but I find, just think, isn't that so good? But we'd find a rock on the ground and laugh at. But it's when we couldn't laugh. When we weren't allowed laugh, we would be in... We had business. no business serving funerals together. Like, like we no had this business. priest. I don't know if he's still there, Father Andy. Uh, no, he's he's gone to a different part. He was the nicest, softest spoken man he gets. Easter eggs at Easter every day. And me and Roisin were like the top dog servers. Like we were <laughs> like We were like when the people went to when, you know, big stuff was happening. We were the first called for any event and mm-hmm. then we were training in the servers. Yeah, like, that's we when we like, were big dogs. Show them the ropes kind of thing. We were known in the serving world. <laughs> <laughs> Parishes near and far knew about us. Well, well one mass we were mentioned in Galway, but we won't say we won't say for legal reasons we can't it was because we were up for an award <laughs> best service of the year <clears throat> never been touched I think it was called <laughs> um, but anyways we were serving this funeral and there was a big funeral because there was I think there was about eight servers or five Jesus, to eight yeah. servers and we were head honchos mm-hmm. like, we were like telling everyone what to do just sit down and shut up we were giddy so we were, had a bit of an audience because we were backstage at this stage mm-hmm, because yeah. we were picking out our palms we were prepping up we were like kind of getting ready we're, like what we used to have to do is we have to psych each other up not to laugh yeah we'd be like right now you don't look at me because if <laughs> I'm you... standing beside this coffin and you even we used make... to blow out candles with our noses because we'd be laughing one time I blew out the candle and it had to be real lit but we <clears> were laughing so hard behind backstage the vestry it's called isn't it yeah we were like Beyonce and Blue. We were laughing, laughing, and we had everyone laughing at us, but like we were louder than everyone. But I actually <laughs> fell back and hit off a stepladder and it crashed to the floor. But obviously, like the family is outside, like praying in silence before the ceremony starts. Well, Father Andy came in. He was and not happy. He ate us. And I mean, he had every right. If it had yeah. been Monsignor, we would have been lit up. We but would have he been out the dog. But like respect to him because I was like, oh fair play, like he is, he can lay down the law. Yeah. I thought he was going to smack me. <laughs> that was the first time I really saw a flash of anger. Yeah. But the thing is though as well, like it's so hard to put young people in a situation like that with their friends. Yeah. Because so, like, you don't understand the yeah. grief or... You don't understand the pain or like whatever, but like it was just us. And but like honestly, a normal mass. there's no servers anymore. No. But I think like, geez, I've been to a fair few funerals this year, as we know. And if I seen two innocent little servers up and having a little laugh, I I think it would bring Hell, light yeah. to a really hard situation, yeah. you know. Because and then especially me, I could be like bring myself back to that, like I'll remember yeah. and like. And it's so nice, like to have two people who have no care in the world, have no, they don't know what grief is or yeah. loss is. You know what I mean? And there is something sweet. It's innocent. Again, it's innocent. We didn't go out there thinking, let's make these no, people we're cry harder. But it's just, that's the time that like, I'd love to go back to that time of just being so innocent. Yeah. Of just having no cares, but also like, 
not knowing how like big things were. It was just us laughing at something. Yeah. It was us laughing at a rock on the ground, truly, most of the time. And going to sleepovers and trying to stay up all night. And now all oh I want to do God. is go to bed at eight. Honest to God, if someone invited me for a sleepover, I'd step all night. I think I'd, I'd actually think I'd start crying. <laughs> I'd be like that. No, come here to me. I can't. I have lots to do on. I've got like that disorder, wasn't it? Necrophilia. <laughs> what is that when you're steal those things? Where you sleep. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah, where you can fall asleep anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Anyway. Look, come here to me. It's, the episode's two hours. It is two hours long nearly, but we, we'll do the, um, on my last one next week. But guys, this is kind of like, they were just kind of off the cuff kind of gals. You don't know what's going to happen in these bit episodes. Bit nostalgia. Could be crazy. We'll just call this episode a bit of nostalgia. A bit of nostalgia. A bit of nostalgia. Do you know what I mean? But sure, come up, 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 So, we'll leave it there. Thanks, Rob. And that is it for another week. Bestie, sadly, we're at the end of this two hour long special, but we are just so happy to be back together. We really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And we'll catch you back here next week. Bye, Bye Bestie.